Hola, hola a todos. Habla Dylan. ¿Cómo están? What's going on, Pod 101 World? My name is Carlos. You don't want to leave your Spanish dish half-baked, do you? In this lesson, you will learn about the adjective and adverb medio, media. This conversation takes place on the phone. The conversation is between Fernanda and her grandmother. The speakers are friends, so they will be speaking informally. Let's listen to the conversation. Fernandita, me dijiste que solo necesitas saber los ingredientes y la receta. Sí, abue, solo los ingredientes. Yo sé cómo hacer los chiles. Ah, bueno, amor. Recuerda que estoy medio sorda. Tranquila, abuelita, yo recuerdo. Entonces lo que necesitas es cuatro chiles grandes, cuarto de carne molida, dos huevos, harina, aceite, 100 gramos de pasitas, un tomate y una cebolla. Necesito algo más, abue. No, mamita, solo eso. Espero que tu novio lo disfrute. And now, slower. Una vez más. Esta vez, lentamente. Fernandita, me dijiste que solo necesitas saber los ingredientes. ¿Y la receta? Sí, agüe. Solo los ingredientes. Yo sé cómo hacer los chiles. Ah, bueno, amor. Recuerda que estoy medio sorda. Tranquila, abuelita. Yo recuerdo. Entonces, lo que necesitas es cuatro chiles grandes, un cuarto de carne molida, dos huevos, harina, aceite, 100 gramos de pasitas, un tomate y una cebolla. Necesito algo más, abue. No, mamita. Solo eso. Espero que tu novio lo disfrute. And now, with the translation. Ahora incluiremos la traducción. Fernandita, me dijiste que solo necesitas saber los ingredientes. ¿Y la receta? Fernandita. You told me you only needed the ingredients. And the recipe? Sí, abue. Solo los ingredientes. Yo sé cómo hacer los chiles. Yes, Granny. Only the ingredients. I know how to make the peppers. Ah, bueno, amor. Recuerda que estoy medio sorda. Ah, okay, my love. Remember that I'm a bit deaf. Tranquila, abuelita. Yo recuerdo. Relax, Grandma. I remember. Entonces lo que necesitas es cuatro chiles grandes, cuarto de carne molida, dos huevos, harina, aceite, 100 gramos de pasitas, un tomate y una cebolla. So what you need is four big peppers, a quarter ground meat, two eggs, flour, oil, 100 grams of raisins, one tomato and one onion. Necesito algo más, abue. Do I need anything else, Granny? No, mamita, solo eso. Espero que tu novio lo disfrute. No, honey, only that. I hope your boyfriend enjoys it. So, Dylan, you know, I found an amazing recipe for chiles rellenos. 
Really? I know how to make them, Carlos. That's right. You did bring that up. I still haven't eaten them, you know? Gonna come over and... Yeah, come have over. Some, have some dinner. We'll put it down, you know? Yeah. Chile relleno con queso. Que rico. I like me eating them, though. That's, well, you put we me, can do it. Awesome. You know I cooked yuca yesterday for the first time? Chuca. Mmm, my favorite. My favorite, too. Came out really good. I was very proud of myself. I've been really more excited for Fernanda as she puts all this together. Just makes the delicious recipe. Let's take a look at the vocabulary for this lesson. Saber. To know, to know how. Saber. Saber. Tranquilo. Tranquila. Calm, relaxed, tranquil. Tranquilo. Tranquila. Tranquilo. Tranquila. Recordar. To remember. Recordar. Recordar. Entonces. Then, so then. Entonces. Entonces. Lo que necesitas. Whatever you need. Lo que necesitas. Lo que necesitas. Disfrutar. To enjoy, to make the most of. Disfrutar. Disfrutar. Okay, let's have a closer look at the usage of some of the words and phrases from this lesson. The first word we'll look at is saber. You know, you can never know enough about saber. Right. The verb saber, to know, is one of the most important verbs in Spanish. Si, yo sé. Exactly. And what is really important is knowing when to use saber. You know, Dylan, what are you describing that you know? Well, we have a perfect example from our conversation today when Fernanda's grandmother says, Fernandita, me dijiste que solo necesitas saber los ingredientes. Fernandita, you told me you only needed to know the ingredients. So here we see that grandma is talking about knowing the ingredients, which is a thing. Right, or I could say, Monica sabe que San Jose es la capital de Costa Rica. Monica knows that San Jose is the capital of Costa Rica. Which leads us to Saber's evil twin brother, the verb conocer. Right, conocer also means to know, but we use it in relation to a place or a person, not a thing. Yo conozco a Paco. I know Paco. This is one of those universal problems and confusions that people have when learning Spanish. So here is our first line of defense. Now, with the relationship of saber and conocer, everyone can be tranquilo. Calm, tranquil, a very relaxed adjective, one of my favorites. And Fernanda uses it in the same way that I have heard you use it, Carlos. How? Tranquila, abuelita, yo recuerdo. Relax, grandma, I remember. Although, if you were saying it, I think you would translate it as chill. Yeah, you're right. I say chill all the time when I'm speaking in English. And so, substituting that with tranquilo, I would say is an easy way when speaking Spanish. I mean, this word quickly became part of my lexicon. So, give me a sentence where you would use it. Well, not only will I give you a sentence, I will also use it in response to your request. Ask me again. Give me a sentence using tranquilo or tranquila. Tranquilo. No hay problema. Relax. No problem. Perfect. It was easy. I say that all the time. So you like being relaxed. Love it. So do you know the opposite of being relaxed? Actually, I, I don't know a word for that. La preocupación. The worry. Or preoccupation. You know, which kind of means the same thing. You got to remember that now? Yep. Our next word is a verb that means to remember. Acordar? Nope, the other one we discussed. Recordar. Exactly. Now, I should have said that first. That is actually the verb that I am more comfortable with. That is your default? That is a good way to say it. Yes, that is my default. I can't believe that you didn't get recordar for another reason. What's that? We already heard the example. All right. Tranquila, abuelita, yo recuerdo. 
relaxed grandma I remember. Man, that reminds me of my grandmother. Mine too. They do tend to forget things as they get older, don't they? Part of getting older. You know, but I always like to do a conference call with my other family members all around the country using Skype. We can then call my grandmother and say, Nosotros recordamos que hoy es su cumpleaños. Remember that today was your birthday. Thanks to video conferencing, it puts a visible smile on her face. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, we try, we try. Well, let's continue our pattern today of related words that are opposite of meaning. Sounds good. When you can understand opposites, you really do learn something better. So our verb is recordar, to remember. And we also know the verb acordar, which also means to remember. So, Carlos, dime, what is the opposite of remembering? Olvidar, to forget. Something that many of us do at times. But let's not forget the next word. Entonces. A very, very common adverb. Then, so then. Entonces. Exactly. This is a filler word. And what I mean by that is that I cannot think about how many times a day I say it. You know, when I'm speaking Spanish, that is. Actually, it's interesting when you get someone who is learning English. Because if they're a native Spanish speaker, they will say, so, so then, in the middle of a conversation. And you know that they are thinking, entonces. Yeah, when my friends from the States come down, a question that is usually asked is, what does entonces mean? It's a word they hear a lot, and it stands out. You know, that's true. You know, I know when I was learning Spanish, it came to a point where I was wondering what that word meant. So you know that entonces is the jump off in the conversation when we hear, entonces lo que necesitas. So then, what you need. Let's give an example of how we would use entonces in a more everyday conversation. Entonces, ¿qué vamos a hacer? So then, what are we going to do? Man, I just got a flashback of being a teenager with my group of friends and everyone asked everyone else. Entonces, ¿qué vamos a hacer? So then, what are we going to do? And a related word is the conjunction pues, which means... So. Pues. Entonces. What's next? A very important construction. Which is... Lo que necesitas. What you need. Here we have lo que. Verb, la cosa que necesitas. So, I can use this construction with anything? Right. In our conversation, we heard lo que necesitas, what you need, and from there, we can replace that with anything. Like, lo que necesitas es un vaso de agua, what you need is a glass of water. Or you could also use another verb altogether. For example, For example, lo que compraste es muy bonito. What you bought is very nice. And last but not least, we have a very important thing in life. And that could be many, many things, Dylan. Disfrutar. To enjoy. To make the most of. Ah, uh, something I try to do every day. Definitely. That is what life is all about. Now, I mean, the whole point of this conversation is that Fernanda is cooking something special for her boyfriend. And the grandmother gives her the recipe. Espero que tu novio lo disfrute. I hope that your boyfriend enjoys it. How could you not enjoy it? A stuffed pepper? Those things are amazing. But although mine are good, you do have to try them in Mexico. Well, next time I go to Mexico, I will keep that in mind. The only stuffed peppers I have had are the ones Tex-Mex chain restaurants in the U.S. Then you're doing yourself a disservice, let me tell you. I know, I know. Me gustaría probar un chile relleno en Mexico. I know you would like to try a stuffed pepper in Mexico. Everyone should. So what related words do we have? Well, we can go off course now. What would be the opposite of enjoying? Hating. Odiar. Exactly. But I would never hate a stuffed pepper. That would take a special kind of person. So, Dylan, what's stuffed on our grammar plate today? We're going to be taking a look at adjectives with a focus on the adjective medio, half. Focus is always good. 
We use the word medio, half, to modify an adjective or noun. So it has more than one use. Right, but we can employ medio, half, as an adjective and as an adverb. I didn't realize it was so versatile. If you aren't careful, things like that can get by you. Isn't that the sad truth? Let's take a look at formation. Okay, so are we following the general rule of adjectives? Well, adjectives are a sticky subject because usually they're placed after the noun. So I'm guessing with medio, we are placing it before the noun. Read my mind. So let's see about medio as an adjective. Here we have some examples. Medio kilo, half a kilo. Which would be one pound for all you North Americans out there. Media manzana. Half an apple. Pagar medio pasaje. To pay half fare. And when does that ever happen? Never. Media hora. Half an hour, which I would say is its most common use. Okay, now let's look at medio, media as an adverb. Sounds good. Ella está medio loca. She's half crazy. Todo lo deja a medio terminar. He leaves everything half finished. And our example from today's conversation, recuerda que estoy medio sorda. Remember that I'm half deaf. Keep in mind that we can also utilize medio as a noun with one of these meanings, half, middle, or means. So it doesn't have half, but triple the meanings. Very funny. I thought it was a good closer. You know what, guys? That just about does it for today. Hasta luego todos. Ay, nos vemos. Chao. Fernandita, me dijiste que solo necesitas saber los ingredientes y la receta. Sí, abue, solo los ingredientes. Yo sé cómo hacer los chiles. Ah, bueno, amor. Recuerda que estoy medio sorda. Tranquila, abuelita, yo recuerdo. Entonces lo que necesitas es cuatro chiles grandes, cuarto de carne molida, dos huevos, harina, aceite, 100 gramos de pasitas, un tomate y una cebolla. Necesito algo más, abue. No, mamita, solo eso. Espero que tu novio lo disfrute.